Welcome from the Music City Center, Nashville, Tennessee. We're here at the EMS World Expo, the largest EMS dedicated event in the world. This is EMS World Presents Stories from Expo. Your story continues here. Hello, we're here in Nashville at EMS World Expo 2018. This is the EMS Garage podcast slash EMS World, um, kind of a mashup, uh, double teaming. I'm here with Josh Borkowski. Got it. He is giving a presentation tomorrow um, about complicated births. Yes. Is that right? Yep, complications and so, of childbirth. Yeah. And so, what is it? What, what is what is your, uh, what is the boiled down version of your presentation? Uh, well, I think the first thing to consider is, I mean, this is a topic that's one of those, you know, low volume, high acuity sure. skills. This is something that most providers are probably never going to see, or if you do, maybe a handful of times. So uh, the first thing I talk about is just the need to, to think about the process of doing this. Mm -hmm. um, if you do run across one of these complications, uh, if you can get into a sim lab and actually practice these skills, um, or even if you can't, because not everybody has the ability to do that or has access to that on a regular basis. So just getting your crew around um, and using your brain uh, as a simulator and visualizing these skills and walking through it. And it's not, and it's not just uh, getting your crew around and saying, oh, we'll, get the, we'll grab the OB kit, we'll position mom this way. It's actually walking through the micro skills and the step-by-step -step, uh, what you're gonna do and how many resources you have where you're gonna position mm -hmm. people it's actually planning this out um, you know even as simple as that even if you don't get to get hands-on with this uh, a lot just planning those things will make the uh, make the event go better uh, when you are faced with these situations so I think that's the first thing that I talk about uh, and do then you, we get into no, sorry, go yeah do you find that because uh, in my education which was uh, you know 12 years ago so it's still fairly recently uh, yeah. you know a lot of people in this field can have 30 years experience. Sure. I don't know what it was like back then, but my education was if it's a complicated birth or there's any risks, the only thing they really teach you or tell you is get to the get to the birth center. Yeah. You know, which is great and you should be. Mm -hmm. But that baby's not going to wait. Right, exactly. <laughs> not, 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 <laughs> yeah. You don't always have that op option. So that yeah. it, it, getting some hands-on, especially this high acuity situation is probably smart thing yeah absolutely especially <laughs> I mean it, and it, it's gonna vary depending on your situation I mean if you are in a, a an urban setting where you're three or four minutes from the hospital you know what you're gonna be doing at the scene and even still you know baby might not wait three or four minutes so you might be doing some things at the scene uh, but that's gonna be vastly different than if you're in a rural area and you're an hour away from the hospital and you have a, a breach presentation or you're dealing with shoulder dystocia or something like that uh, then it's gonna be even more critical because you're gonna be needing to manage those things at the scene and then you know and that's part of the planning deciding when are we going to transport what are we going to do at the scene um you know if you plan those things out ahead of time it'll, it frees your mind to think about the things that are you know dynamic with the scene because everything's going to be a little bit different uh so you kind of going down you know, not necessarily a checklist for this kind of a situation but um if you have it planned with your crew and everybody you know the crew knows what your plan is you've shared that mental model then things go a lot better and do you find training on these uh low frequency high acuity uh, complicated births because even just normal regular field births give clinicians a lot sure. of a lot of anxiety do you find that this kind of training gives them more confidence and less anxiety especially when it comes to just normal kind of uh, oh, low yeah. risk absolutely yeah. yeah i mean i think that's part of the planning is just you know you always plan for a normal birth and then you talk about what the complications are because you said i mean a normal delivery you know ems clinicians don't see that very often i mean i might see you know, maybe a dozen in your career in a busy system or something like that. So right. uh, it's always good, you know, it, 
to, to have that plan in place uh, since your crew knows what you're doing. Um, you know what's in the OB kit. You're not opening the OB kit and going, oh, I didn't know this was in here, that type mm -hmm. of thing, which, I mean, we've, we've probably all been in that situation or heard about stories of being in that situation, and that's not a comfortable feeling uh, when you've got mom sitting there <laughs> and the, the head's coming out, and uh, you want to you have that confidence. So that, yeah, that planning, that preparation, and if you can get your hands on a, a task trainer or a simulator, uh, that certainly helps that confidence in that situation. Oh, absolutely. Um, now, what about... What brought you to this uh, topic of study? Was this a, something in your experience that said, "Hey, I got to do, I got to train more," and other people should? Or what brought you here? Yeah. So in, in my role, I'm with the University of Cincinnati, and I coordinate a lot of the continuing education for providers in our region. And a friend of mine, uh, Keith Widmeyer, who actually gave a similar presentation uh, on this topic here at the conference, uh, when he came to UC, uh, he brought a class called BLS Obstetrics, which is through the American Academy of uh, Family Physicians. And to be an instructor for that, you have to take the, the ALS obstetrics course. Uh, so I did that. Okay. And don't be confused, you know, their version, their terminology, BLS and ALS, doesn't exactly equate to what we think of an EMS. Uh, the ALS obstetrics course is designed for basically, you know, when I took the class, I was in a room with a bunch of uh, you know, uh, family medicine residents who are actually <laughs> going to be delivering babies. And sure. the BLS obstetrics is, is kind of geared towards like emergency medicine and EMS providers. Hmm. Uh, so uh, that gave me a really in-depth look at, uh, you know, kind of what they do in the labor and delivery room, the approach that they take, and kind of what things that we can we can take from their approach and, and apply it out in the field. You know, obviously, we don't have all the tools and the, the expertise that they have, so we're not going to, you know, it doesn't all apply. Uh, but that really gave me a really in-depth uh, look into the topic. So um, it, it, it wasn't anything I had a particular interest in necessarily. It yeah, just kind of yeah. fell into it by accident. As I said, Keith kind of brought that course to us. Um, and it's a, it's been a great course for us. We've, we've taught it a handful of times. And um, it, like I said, just taking that really gave me a lot of confidence and kind of really gave me uh, a better perspective of what we can do. Because as you said, my initial training was mostly well, just go to the hospital as fast as you can and let them, you know, try to get them to deliver the baby. But you don't always get that luxury. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, it gave me a good perspective <laughs> of what we actually can do in the field as EMS providers. So uh, I wanted to carry that to, to carry that message to everybody. Okay. And is there, I mean, obviously there's situations we don't want to, we would like to avoid if we can, but is there a limit to, is, is there truly a, a high risk or a presentation of the baby where it really is just, there's nothing you can do. We got a bolt. Yeah, absolutely. I, I talk about that in the presentation okay. when we deal with breach presentations. Uh, there are some, basically, for lack of a better term, if the if the butt comes out first as a breach presentation, that can be delivered in the field. Um, you might not be able to deliver in the field because the head is going to be caught and it's going to be the toughest to deliver. Uh, but you can attempt that delivery in the field. A double footling breach, I've kind of seen different things. It depends on kind of what book you read. Some say that can't be delivered vaginally. Others say that it can. Okay. Um, so you might attempt that. Uh, but certainly a single limb presentation or a cord presentation um, just absolutely cannot be delivered vaginally. So you're not going to be able to do anything with that in the field. So that's right. a situation where no matter where you're at, you're at, uh, you just got to go to the hospital uh, immediately. Whereas like, um, like I said, a, a frank breach or um, some of the different shoulder dystocia, we talk about things that EMS can do in the field yeah. uh, to facilitate that delivery. When absolutely. They're not going to deliver naturally. Yeah. I, that's a, I mean, that would be a course I'd be interested in taking. Cool. I, I've only yeah. gave, I've only had one, one field birth, one, I, I mean, I didn't give birth, yeah, obviously. Sure. <laughs> um, but, uh, and that was, ooh, that was like one of the highlights of my career, also the most nervous. Oh, absolutely. So just, just a little extra knowledge in case, because that's, I think it's the anticipation. What if it, what if it does breach? What if it, right. and, and if you have that knowledge, like if it does, I got it, I know what I'm going to do, 
I feel like it makes the whole situation a lot better. Yeah, that's always the case. Anything you don't, you don't see very often, I mean, whether you're talking about, you know, surgical crikes with airway or these complicated, difficult airways or uh, just any pediatric room. I mean, we tend to not be, you know, uh, comfortable with pediatrics in general. And so mm -hmm. the more practice you get, the more you think about it ahead of time, you plan for these things. Um, it, it gives you confidence going in. And like I said, it allows you to, it, it frees your mind sort of that cognitive offload of, uh, um, you know, you're not walking through the micro steps of things and the, the basic stuff. You can really free your mind to, to think about the, the dynamics of the scene and uh, uh, the, the basic things kind of become second nature because you've done it so many times. So that's that's critically important in these you know sort of things you don't see very often. Absolutely. Uh, let's say somebody wants to get a hold of you or the the University of Cincinnati. I think is where you're. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have a work email or, or social media that you would like yeah, to? Yeah, they're both about the same. So my full name, uh, Joshua Borkowski. So Borkowski is B-O-R-K-O-S-K-Y. Traditional uh, spelling. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Spell it as it sounds. Uh, so Josh, Joshua.Borkowski at uc.edu is my email. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Josh Borkowski EMS uh, is my handle there. And uh, pretty active on Twitter. And that's been a godsend. You know, the, the whole FOMED podcast thing, uh, mm -hmm. uh, discussions on social media has changed the way that I uh, learn as a provider and the way I teach as an educator so that's been great so you can definitely hit me up on Twitter uh, or on, find me on Facebook as well. Perfect. Well Josh I'd like to thank you for coming and talking to us here. Uh, this has been EMS Garage and EMS World Podcast um, down here in 2018's uh, EMS World Expo. I'm Aaron Gutzman and stick around click some more videos on this page for more content and uh, some more great interviews.